Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. Uh, This is a new show called Liverpool History This Week. And look, it's a trial show, okay? So basically what's happened here is um, I have come up with this show because what's happened is I was speaking to somebody a couple of weeks ago and they're way younger than me, probably 24, 25, and they were saying, you know, their earliest memory, one of their earliest memories was Istanbul. And with it being Istanbul, um, they... They know they know their stuff um, with, with regards to Liverpool from there on in. But they were saying, look, when you go to look back at Liverpool and the history of the club, it's just incredible. Um, you know, where do you start? And it kind of got me thinking. I said, yeah, where do you start? Because there's just so much going on. So much has gone on with Liverpool. So I said, to, I thought to myself, you know what? Um, why don't we do a show on a weekly basis where we look at this week? In Liverpool's history. So we go back over the days of the week and what's happened on those days in previous years. And and you know what? I use LFC history dot uh, LiverpoolHistory.net all the time. It's it's an unbelievable service if you want to know anything about Liverpool. And I use that all the time. So I said, you know what, let me go and look at this because it brings you down, it brings you from one player to a game to a season to goals to assists to transfers and it sends you down all these rabbit holes and and when I actually tested this and started looking at different different years and different days, I came across so much stuff. I went, well, look at that. You know, I knew about this player, but look what he achieved here and look what he achieved there. So I thought I'd do this now. I'm doing this first one on my own. Um, first things first. If you can think of anyone out there that would be a good host to go with me on this show, give me a shout and let me know. Um, so it's... It's uh, this is like a trial that I'm, I've invited some of our YouTube uh, subscribers to watch live and chat to me while it goes on because I want that that feedback and then I'll send it out as a podcast and people can listen to it and if you want to email us and let us know what you thought of it, um, by all means do that. If it gets a good response, we'll continue it on. We might do this say every Monday, um, for an hour. 
if you don't, tell us and we won't. It was just something that came into my head. So I thought it might be fun. Um, so this week um, is we're going to start from the 12th of December right through to the 16th. So that's Monday to Friday as this test. Now, what we would do is if we went on and continued doing this show, what we would do is, is that we would do the seven days of the week. But we thought as a test, we go through these, we talk about a few things, we bring up a few things, and you might learn something. You might hear something that, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And it might get you down that rabbit hole where, you know, you learn more, doesn't matter whether you're 10 years of age or 60 years of age, you you might hear something and you go, that's interesting, and you go and watch it, um, or you go and follow it up. So let's start, let's start with um, Monday the 12th of December. So, Monday the 12th of December, um, first day of the week. So, what we have, what do we have? Well, we have some Berties, we have some teams of the year, we have Jimmy Triori, we have Michael Owen, and we have Nicholas Anelka. So, first up, Berties on the 12th of December. Daniel Agar was born in 1984 on the 12th of December. Victor Moses, remember Victor Moses? The man that missed a horrendous chance at Crystal Palace in that ill-fated 13-14 season. He was born in 1990. And Stephen Warnock, um, left back at Liverpool and various other clubs, Blackburn, Derby and things like that. He was born in 1981, which makes him a year, only a year older than me which was surprised me so I've literally I've literally followed Stephen Warner's career um at the same age as me um so they're the Berties on the 12th of December um Daniel Lager if anyone in the chat at the moment has anything to say on Daniel Lager um you absolutely can I'm of the opinion Daniel Lager was a really really good um footballing center back I don't think he was physical enough and I don't think his injury record done him any favors but when he played he was a really really good um centre back for Liverpool. Um in nineteen seventy eight um Liverpool won the international sports writers team of the year, okay, plus the British team of the year um in nineteen seventy eight and they just pipped the British Davis Cup team to that British team of the year. Of course Liverpool won their second European Cup in nineteen seventy eight with a goal from Kenny Dalglish remember rightly um, at Wembley against Club Bruges but that was a double team of the year they won in 1978 um, in 2000 year 2000 on the 12th of December Jimmy Triori Jimmy Triori signed a new four year deal with Liverpool um, of course the man that's famous for that um, Cruyff torn spinny own goal away to Burnley I think it's in Benitez four season um, it might be 2004 or 5 when he Pirouettes the ball into the net at Turf Moor in a defeat in the FA Cup. Um, but of course, he does sign a new four-year deal. He is part of the team and squad that win the European Cup in 2005. He leaves Liverpool in 2006 for £2 million, joining Charlton Athletic. Gar Max, as Aga, was a great player. More heart and ability, but 100% behind the cause. I thought Gar, he had brilliant ability. I, I just thought he struggled physically, both up against physical forwards for me. And the fact that his injuries um, just killed him. Um, uh, and Avo says Daniel Agger was never going to be the jockey Hansen who he was always compared to. He was because he was a real, real football and centre-back in fairness to him. Uh, and Tom says Agger was one of the finest ball-playing centre-backs ever to wear the Liverpool short. He, he, was a really, he was a really, really good player. He scores some crucial goals as well. He scores a great one away at Benfica, if you remember, from a really cute Gerrard free kick. He does very much similar 
in the European Cup semi-final of 2007 at Anfield. Um, and he blasts one in against West Ham um, on the, I think it's the opening day of 2006-07, when he absolutely lets fly from about 30 yards into the top corner. Um, 2002. 2002, um, Michael Owen scores on the 12th of December. Michael Owen scores for Liverpool in a 1-0 win at home to Vitesse Arnhem, a 2-0 aggregate win in the UEFA Cup. And Michael Owen pops up quite a bit in this um, this show because when I went to all these dates, he's, he's everywhere. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, he's absolutely everywhere. But Michael Owen, of course, the man that splits opinion between Liverpool fans now, mainly not because of his time at Liverpool, maybe towards the end, but it's when he leaves Liverpool, it's Madrid, it's Newcastle, then, of course, it's Manchester United. And... Um, a lot of people have he's fallen out of favour with a lot of people, um, a lot of Liverpool fans because of it, and younger fans who you know can vaguely remember Manchester or Michael Owen, um, you know there's a bit of more history to it there, so that's probably one person to go and look at if you're interested in a player that was just went from such such a high ceiling with Liverpool fans and and such held in such high regard to with some now it's kind of. Mm, he just he just doesn't tickle their fancy at all. Um and then two thousand and eleven, um Nicholas Anelka, who was on loan at Liverpool in the two thousand I want to say two thousand and one, two thousand and two season. I think Liverpool finished second that season behind Arsenal. Um he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable for Liverpool. Like they had him Heskey on and they just literally swapped him around game on game and he was absolutely brilliant. He plays against Newcastle in a two 0 win and um he is untouchable at Anfield that night. And everyone is just thinking he Liverpool are gonna get him. He was on loan, I think, from I think it was Real Madrid he was on loan from. Um and we were like, just sign him, absolutely sign him. And in the end, Gerard Houllier opts not to sign him and we sign him El Hedge Juff instead. I mean know how that went, but Enelka has a brilliant career. You know, he's he, he does PSG, he does Real Madrid. Um is he at Bolton? For a bit, he might be Man City, um, Chelsea. Of course, I think he does a little stint at West Brom. But on this day, um, Monday the twelfth of December in two thousand eleven, he signs for Shanghai Shenhua, um, in two thousand and eleven, and he was really one that I felt at the time. You know, hindsight is a beautiful thing where you say, "Oh, we should have kept him," but at the time, people were just shocked that we weren't getting Nicholas and Elke, and I don't think the money was outrageous at the time, um, but. We ended up, uh, we ended up with um, El Hadj Juf, and we all know how that went. Um, let's move on. Let's move on to Tuesday, the thirteenth of December, and there's only one place to start on the Tuesday, the thirteenth of December in nineteen eighty. Um, Ian Rush makes his debut for Liverpool in a one-all draw away at Ipswich. Um, Jimmy Case is on target. For Liverpool on the day. Go and check out Jimmy Case, by the way. If you can get a chance to go and check him out. Go and check him out. What a player. Um, Daglish, on that day, misses his first game after 147 games in a row for Liverpool. Um, Ian Rush makes his debut. It's a one-all draw at Ipswich. And it's the start of what goes down as the best goal scorer Liverpool have ever seen. Um, but there's, a, there's something coming up later. Where when I wrote it down, I went, "Wow, didn't know that." So um, I learned today. I learned today while I was um, while I was doing this. Um, Nineteen ninety one, 
Michael Thomas arrives at Liverpool. And Michael Thomas arrives at Liverpool from Arsenal in a deal worth £1.5 million. Um, he plays 163 times for Liverpool and scores 12 goals. But of course, Michael Thomas is the man that wins the league title for Arsenal at, um, in the last kick of the game at Anfield in um, May 1989. Liverpool only need to lose by one goal. Um, anything better than, than that would have won the title. And Michael Thomas comes up and scores past Groves. Bruce Grobbler, um, to win the league title for Arsenal. Now, I remember that, and to be honest with you, it's not too long after Hillsborough, and it's kind of like, mm, yeah, okay, lost the league title. Um, Liverpool fans were brilliant to Arsenal afterwards. I thought Arsenal were brilliant to Liverpool after it as well. Um, but Michael Thomas comes up, um, and he's really good for Liverpool. He's really good for Liverpool, Michael Thomas. Um, I loved him as a player. Um as he as he got older, he, he became more of a controlling midfielder, and I, I really liked him. He scores a belter in the nineteen ninety two FA Cup final, um, the opener indeed, um, off a little flick by Steve McManaman, who also shows up in this show later on. But um, Michael Thomas was a really good player for Liverpool, and you know, nowadays if you've done that to somebody and turned up at that club, would you be would you be welcomed? I'm not too sure. Maybe you would, but Michael Thomas was. Um, a cracking player for Liverpool, but on this day, Tuesday the 13th of December, Michael Thomas, 1991, arrives at Liverpool. In 1998, that man Michael Owen is back. He wins the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. Of course, this is the year when Michael Owen shows up after a brilliant season at Liverpool, um, 97-98, and just takes the war by storm at the World Cup in France. An outrageous goal against Argentina being the highlight. He goes on to win BBC Sports Personality of the Year. But the one thing that came out of this that I noticed, that on the same day in 2006, right, which I haven't got it on screen, but on the same day in 2006, um, Stephen Gerrard is given the Freeman of Knowsley. He's the first man to be given this since 1998, apparently. But on this day, in 1998, Owen becomes his BBC Sports Personality of the Year. But in 2006, Gerard is awarded the Freeman of Knowsley. So, there you go. It's amazing, isn't it? When you when you read this, when you start looking into these things and just all the little offshoots and tangents you go off on. But again, LiverpoolHistory.net is just... You could be there for days looking into it. You could start with one thing and you could end up with days. Um... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Tuesday the 13th of December 2015 Liverpool 2 West Brom 2 and still being spoken to to this day and younger fans or um, fans that aren't familiar with this will go what a 2 all draw at home to West Brom this is the day that Jurgen Klopp took the, took um, the team down to the cop after this 2-2 draw Divock Origi um, effort right at the end gets Liverpool a draw and you know what Um Everyone is ridicules him for it. Everyone says, you know, what is going on here? It's a two-all draw West Brom. It's embarrassing and stuff like that. As the years go on and it's explained a little bit more and Klopp is seen as when when you start to see Klopp for what he is, um, 
it's a stroke of genius and it's not ridiculed anymore it's it's Klopp showing that if you stick together it's a, a huge point from Klopp because you know um he's had a, he's had issues before um this point and he's not long on the job um he's only in the job six ish weeks and um, when this happens but he's had an issue with the crowd at Anfield um i.e leaving early he's had a go off the main stand massively um and he's basically telling people to stick with his team um stick together and if we want to get where we're going where we want to be this is what we have to do and you know it's 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 an unbelievable outlook isn't it and and it's proven to be absolutely true but what he's done that day is he's brought the team to the fans to say thank you for staying and it's a massive probably marks the day of a massive shift in the Liverpool fan base um the togetherness with Klopp and the team and it's gone from strength to strength um absolutely strength to strength um Klopp again though on the 2000 and 2019 the 13th of December 2019 Jurgen Klopp signs a new deal at Liverpool to keep him there until 2024 and of course recently we have had Klopp sign a new deal which will keep him until 2026 and hopefully at some stage he'll extend that again I'm not holding no absolute hope on that but I hope it does happen just as a side note James Milner on the same day signed a deal to extend at Liverpool until 2022 Two. Um, on to Wednesday. Let's get on to Wednesday. Wednesday, the fourteenth of December. And if anyone's in the chat and you want to comment on any of these, absolutely go ahead and do so. But to um, Wednesday, Wednesday, the thirteenth, fourteenth of December. Excuse me, nineteen fifty nine. A man arrives at Liverpool Football Club on Wednesday, the fourteenth of December, nineteen fifty nine, and that man's name is Bill Shankly. And, you know, we have um, we have discussions on this channel all the time about where does Klopp rank and we've done shows and, and stuff like that. Um, and it's always a comparison. Shankly, Paisley, Klopp, Daglish, wherever it might be. But this is the man that starts it. This is the man that comes into Liverpool and says the pitch isn't good enough. The ground isn't good enough. The training isn't good enough. The players aren't good enough. And he, it's not a negative thing. He wants Liverpool to be, you know, the bastion of, of football and and you know, men that are giants, all in red, you know. And and he's just, it's a revolution. He starts at Liverpool Football Club. You know, he wins three leagues, two FA Cups, and the UEFA Cup between nineteen fifty nine and nineteen seventy four. I think is this. Um, his last his last game, I think, might be an FA Cup final win over Newcastle in nineteen seventy four. But it's 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 fifteen years. Um, you know, it's there's highs and lows and that. But he puts Liverpool where they're meant to be or where they want to be, and that's taken on by by um, Bob Paisley. And you know, Bob Paisley wins a mental amount of of trophies in in the following nine years. It's taken on then by Joe Fagan. Dalglish, you know, and we go through some bad times then, but luckily enough, we're back where we're able to compare a current manager with, I think, you know, two of the three biggest figures in this club's history in Shankly and Paisley in those times between the late 50s and, and um, mid 80s. So, um, yeah, this it's a massive day, 14th of December, because it's the day that um, Shankly arrives at Liverpool. 
1974, Phil Neal plays the first, on this day, he plays his first of 364 consecutive appearances for Liverpool. 374 consecutive appearance. Well, um, you know, I thought that that leash one earlier of 140 odd was good, but Phil Neal, um, on the Wednesday or on the 14th of December 1974, plays the first of 364 um, consecutive appearances for Liverpool. And Phil Neal is among them. It is he is the most decorated player of all time at Liverpool with the amount of trophies he's won. Go and check out what he's won at Liverpool. It's astounding. And I don't think it'll ever be beaten um, unless Liverpool go through a, an unbelievable period of dominance where you will get players that will stay for the amount of time he stayed and win what he wins is just phenomenal. Um, Sass Copley asks, how long in years? 364 games. I would say that's probably five years, maybe six um, I'm sure, but look, I'm giving you that. If you absolutely want to go and find out about Phil Neal and look up when it started and when it ended, how many years it was, how many cup games, league games, whatever it might be, European games, go and check it out. But it's his first of 364 um, consecutive appearances. 1996, um, Robbie Fowler's breaking records, and, and it's a nice one, this. Um, he reaches 100 goals for Liverpool. Um, by scoring four in a 5-1 win against um, Middlesbrough. He's, um, and his second goal in that game is his 100 for Liverpool. Um, he's, he does it in a 165 games, which is faster at the time than the record of Ian Rush. Um, Robbie Fowler, you know, he's he was unbelievable. Um, when he comes through at Liverpool around 94-ish, yeah, 93, 94, um, 93, I think. Um, I'm 10, 11 years of age, and I'm just blown away by this fella. Right foot, left foot, head, pace, um, power with his shots, finesse. He had everything. Still, I think, the most natural finisher I've seen at Liverpool. Ian Rush is the greatest goal scorer at Liverpool's time, but the most natural finisher, I think, would probably have to go to Robbie Fowler. But 100 goals in 165 games, and you probably have to look at Salah at the moment to see how close he gets to that. He might do it quicker. He might not. Salah has a ridiculous amount of goals and assists, but um, for anybody out there that is, is a bit too young to remember Robbie Fowler, um, go and get as much footage as you can. And as I said, LiverpoolHistory.net will bring you and show you all the key goals from and everything like that. Um, but Fowler was just unbelievable. And when you look at forwards like today like Darwin Nunes that we have Salah scores an awful lot of goals people will remember Torres Suarez and um, and, and everyone else um, Fowler was just you mentioned Owen as well Fowler was just came along and was like what is going on here because he was just scoring from everywhere um, 2001 um, Liverpool win three um, obviously they win three competitions they, they win the treble under Gerard Houllier um, that year, but they win three awards as well. Jared Hulia is given manager of the year. Um, Owen wins world player of the year. And um, in the World Soccer uh, Magazine poll, we are team 
of the year. And 2001 was brilliant. Wasn't the best football, don't get me wrong. It was a big squad that played every single game they could that season. I think it might have been 63 games. Um, but it was a great season to support the Reds and getting back and winning trophies and making that top four was a huge thing. You know, and it has a knock-on effect, I think, for the rest of Julia, even into Benitez and stuff like that. Liverpool kind of got back on some sort of footing were in Europe because of Gerard Hulier. Um But on this day, Wednesday the 14th of December 2020, Gerard Hulier passes away. Um, and you know something? Um, some people didn't like his football. Some some people didn't like the way um, he done things at Liverpool. But I, I liked him. I have to say I liked him. He came in and he, he ruffled a few feathers and he, he, he got down to business. And I liked that because Liverpool at the time were way too soft. Weren't physical enough. Should have won a league title, but didn't because he didn't have the balls to do it um, under uh, Evans. And I don't think it was down to Evans. I think it was more the players. Too soft. You know, didn't take things serious enough. Um, and Julio comes in. He wins that treble, you know. And, and he got he, he leaves Liverpool for me as as a really, really good Liverpool manager. And someone that has, will be remembered in their history. When you look through it on, on when you, when you, Dig down into it as to what he achieved and where he got us to. Um, I think he, he will hold the praise of Liverpool fans for many, many, many years. But um, that was Gerard Houllier who unfortunately passed away in on the 14th of December 2020. Um, on to the 15th. The 15th of December, um, 1965. Let's go. Let's go a bit back. Um, Roger Hunt and Ian St. John both score as Liverpool beat standard Liège 2-1 um, in the Cup Winners Cup fourth round for a 5-2 aggregate win now um, we talk about all these great forwards and, and you know even in my day it goes it goes back as far as Rush and, and on from there and stuff like that Dalglish um, but Roger Hunt Ian St. John there's something about Roger Hunt and match of the day was he? Did he score the fourth goal on match of the day or something like that? Um, Roger Hunt, Ian St. John was an unbelievable, um, an unbelievable player as well. Passed away as well a couple of years back. But um, if you want to go back old school and watch Liverpool forwards, go and watch um, Roger Hunt and Ian St. John. A huge part of the turnaround at Liverpool under Shankly. So they're two names to watch out for if you ever want to um, go back and look them up. Um, Nineteen eighty four, Martin Skirtle. Martin Skirtle is born in 1984. 320 games, 18 goals and 8 OGs for Liverpool. Um, he's a bit like what you get now with Henderson and stuff like that where he splits opinion massively. Um, Full-blooded defender, came in. I think we signed him instead of Vidic. I want to say that, but I might be wrong. Um, and... No one knows who's getting the better deal. Vidic turns out to be a great signing for United. And I could have that wrong. But we signed this guy, he turns up and you're like, Jesus, he's big, he's strong, he's quick. Um, there is times in the Liverpool career where he's diving in all over the place. He's all over. The, he's part of that back four in 2013-14 that still conceded 50 goals. But he gives Liverpool an awful lot of service, um, Martin Skirtle. And even now, you can see his ties to Liverpool. And, and it's like a lot of players where, you know, when they play for Liverpool, it, it kind of touches them, and and they they, they stay. They, they always come back to Liverpool. They always come back 
to Liverpool. Uh, Sass Coppice is 13, 14 goals from Scarlett. Of course, he gets two against Arsenal in that 5 1, um, which was just one of the most craziest 20 minutes I've ever seen. Um, and you know what? It's worth going back to look at Liverpool 5, Arsenal 1, just the first 20 minutes um, of that game, which was unbelievable. Um, 1990. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Steve McManaman. Makes his debut for Liverpool in a 2 0 win against Sheffield United. Um, I loved McManaman, loved him. Winger, brilliant dribbler of the ball. Um, they, I, I remember like teams coming downfield and absolutely man marking them, but um, so exciting to watch. Moved so fast with the ball, very hard to get it off. Him. He ghosted past people. Wasn't the best finisher, but scored some cracking goals. He scores a brilliant one away at Arsenal. In I want to say around ninety eight, um, he gets two amazing, brilliant goals away at Newcastle as well, um, that I remember. Um, he scores um two in the League Cup final in ninety five, and he was just a brilliant player for Liverpool. You know, um, he openly says he wants a new challenge around ninety eight, and in ninety nine, I think he leaves and goes to Real Madrid, and of course, he wins European cups and. He's still loved over in Madrid for what he done there, but you most recently you would have seen him on he does BT, doesn't he? And he's wouldn't be my favourite commentator, but as a player, Steve McManaman, go and check him out because he was he was a brilliant footballer to watch. Really, really good. If he if he could finish you know, I, I was I'm I'm about to say the world was his oyster, but he went and he, he done so much in um for Real Madrid and Europe and everything. Um but um, brilliant, brilliant player for Liverpool, and I loved him. I have to say, I loved him. That kind of mad wavy hair he had, and he was running around the place. You couldn't, you couldn't miss him. I'd say he was about seven stone wet through. The skinniest legs of a footballer I've ever seen. But uh, yes, yeah, Steve McManaman, another one there for for the kids to go and, and check out because uh, if you can get a, a good show reel of what he done at Liverpool, it's it's really good. The way he goes past people was 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 great to watch. Fifteenth um, of December two thousand and thirteen, Liverpool. Go to Spurs minus Gerard and Sturridge. By the way, Suarez is captain, and we beat um, Spurs five nil. Um, I think Andres Villas Boas is the manager of Spurs at the time. I think, but Liverpool go there. Gerard's in the studio, and this is where it really starts to kick for Liverpool. You know, um, I think the Arsenal game comes a bit later actually, but this is where Liverpool show in 2013-14 that they can go and beat anybody. And the open up and they're just unbelievable. And of course, Suarez in that season has missed a couple of games because of suspension. But he comes back in Liverpool and just score and score and score and then they're keeping pace. But I think it's later on they play Arsenal and they get within eight points and then they just go on a mad run and, and should possibly win the league that season. But but don't. But that game, um, Suarez is unbelievable. As I said, he, he's captain on the day. Um, he opens the scoring. Henderson makes a two, I think, after. I think Lloris is actually in goal. He's gone back that far. But Lloris makes a save, a puff back out, and Henderson scores. Then John Flanagan um, scores. And, of course, 
the famous tweet at the time was, oh, fuck off, even Flanagan has scored from a sports Twitter account. Um, Suarez makes a four with a beautiful chip over, I think it was Larice, but someone might, might um, tell me I'm wrong. And Sterling wraps up the score and to make a five nil, and it was just a brilliant display. Stephen Gerrard in studios afterwards says, I don't know how I'm going to get back in that team. Um, but... Um, yeah, that was a great day, and a lot of people remember that, and that's easily accessible if you want to go to YouTube and type in Spurs Nil Liverpool 5, you will find it. Um, let me see, Saskopoy has the Spurs team for that day, Larice Walker, um, Kapue, Dawson, Norton, um, Sandro, Dembele, Lennon, Paulinho, Chadley, Soldado, so yeah, um, not the best sports team, but again, going to Weir Lane. Liverpool, they've an all right record at Weir Lane, but there's time. I remember they went there under, um, was it under Rogers and Redknapp was only in the job at sports, and we bashed them. We absolutely bashed them, and we lost 1 0, I think. And it was like, what is going on here? Um, it might have been under, yeah, I think it was Redknapp. Was it Rogers, though? I remember bashing them anyway. Um, I just couldn't believe we came away um, with a defeat that day. Um, last day of the week that we're going to do is, of course, Friday. Um, and this Friday, today, is the 16th of December. And on the 16th of December, in Liverpool history, um, we have got, in 1969, we've spoken about them already, Roger Hunt. Roger Hunt departs Liverpool um, on this day, the 16th of December. He sold to Bolton um, for £33,000. £33,000 for Roger Hunt. Um, he's at Liverpool for 10 years. He's 285 goals in 492 games. But this is the one that I was telling you about earlier. 244 of those goals in the league, still the record league goal scorer for Liverpool. 244 goals, so there you go. Um, that was good, wasn't it? Um, some mixed stuff um, with regards to this date on the 16th of December and Manchester United were beaten at home um, by United in 2007, a solitary goal from Carlos Tevez. Um, but in 2018, um, we beat them 3-1 on this date. Uh, Friday the 16th of December Mane puts us in front I think um, Lingard equalises Shakiri comes off the bench I think and gets two um, two deflected ones one where his right foot goes in the top corner one where his left foot goes in the bottom corner and um, yeah um, mixed mixed stuff there but um, I remember that 2018 one really really well um, because we battered them that day and I was I was would have been disgusted Um I would have been disgusted if we didn't come away that day with a win for Liverpool. In 2013, and uh, Luis Suarez, and 2019, Virgil van Dijk win the Supporters, um, Football Supporters Federation. Um, there's different names for them every, every year, but they win um, the Football Supporters uh, Players of the Year. Uh, Suarez, 2013, um, VVD, 2019. Um, that's... That's about it. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, that was just five days from the 12th to the 16th of December. Some stuff that's gone on at Liverpool Football Club on those dates. And you know what? Um, I've had a really good time doing it because when you go and you look up these things, you look up these dates, You, as I said, you find out stuff, you end up 
oh what's that about and you keep going on and on you find out more and more but um i really enjoyed doing it really enjoyed researching it um i found out some stuff the looks of that roger hunting um i found out um stephen Jarrett is a free man in nosley i didn't know that but there you go um even when you're researching and you think you know it all you don't because you learn every day and we're hoping to do this show every week if people like it we will if they don't we won't but what, what we're hoping with it is, is that the more casual liverpool fan um that just likes liverpool and not absolutely um you know obsessed with it or the younger liverpool fan that um you know remembers from istanbul onwards or remembers from athens onwards or the fa cup of 2006 or it could be even something more recent you know it could be a really young liverpool fan that's you know remembers the league cup against cardiff in 2012 anything like that where that's their earliest memory this stuff is where you can learn a bit hear names go and check them out and it's instead of just reading year after year you can kind of jump from one year to to the next or and um, one decade to the next and and um yeah, you can find out different players, games, transfers, whatever it might be. Um, we hope to do this, as I said, once a week. Um, let us know what you think. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.